Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So, moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop, to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now, Shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo, that's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. Uh, This is Andrew, and I'm here today with Spring, and we're going to be talking about your questions about sex. Um, Sex, relationships, love, all that other stuff. How are you today, Spring? I am so good. I'm so psyched to be here. Uh, we just did a live Twitter question and answer session with Astroglide, and it was so fun. And I'm like so pumped to like keep answering questions. It was awesome. What episode is our Lube episode? I mean, we talked all about Lube, and now Astroglide's like, hey, we like you. You talk about Lube. And Lube is awesome, and Lube is important. But I don't I mean, remember what the. I mean, I think two, we talk three, about four? Lube like quite a lot. But episode four is Why Do I Need Lube? Right. Lube <laughs> is great. Um, <laughs> Social lubricant, day-to-day lubricant, sexual lubricant, all the lubricant. That's good. Um, So our question today uh, is pretty common. It comes up quite a bit, and I think we're going to have fun talking about it. Today's going to be a fun day. So, Spring, why don't women like to have sex? (laughs) I just spit my coffee out. Sorry, I'm bad at faking things. Um, No. (laughs) That's a very good question uh, because that is what our society makes us think. That's what our social media, that's what our um, cultural references, television, yeah, movies, everything, books, that everything you read. tells us that women don't like to have sex or at least that they don't like to have sex as much as men do. And we know that's very untrue, like the most untrue that something could be. It's really funny when you really start talking to women and when they they like start opening up about if they like sex or how much they like sex. You find out. Well, what do you find out, Spring? What do you find out at the end of the day when you start talking to women about how much they like to have sex? That they like sex just as much as men because we're all human and we all have the same sexual drive. Are you saying that we all have the same lizard brain? <laughs> I, I have a dinosaur brain. Um <laughs> Right. So the the real answer to this question is everybody likes to have sex. I mean, okay, there's some people who are asexual, right? But overall, if we look at groups of people, men and women want to have sex about the same. They want to they think about sex about the same amount of time. They think about mate and partner selection and dating and hooking up and finding someone, finding a partner. Yeah. So so, wait, did you just say hunching? (laughs) Hunching. It's a new word I learned. Um, I watched an episode of the show called Florida Bama Shore, which is like the grosser southern version of the Jersey Shore. Grosser than the Jersey Shore. Because it happens if I live in Florida, but it happens in the the other part of Florida. Um, 
But they all talk about hunching all the time. Like, I'm going to hunch him. I'm going to hunch him. And then, they, and then they hunch and they show it on okay. camera. So this is, this is my new not word. our topic for the day, but <laughs> we'll do an episode all about uh, sex slang words. Um, Wait, I learned another new word yesterday that's well, back. Am I hearing the other new word? Oh. Dope. People are saying dope I think again. No one's t- yeah, that's so I thought we didn't dope. stop that. <laughs> oh, I stopped. I'm like, why okay. Are you spe- okay. Okay. Dope, okay. Like dope okay. Let me let me let me play back in again. here. So I think that while we're talking about everybody likes to have sex, and um, I think it's worth mentioning that of course some people have higher sex drives than others, and also we go through different periods of our life where we will have different sex drives based on a lot of things, based on our current relationship status, based on our hormones, based on um, other things that are happening and stressors in our lives. There's a lot of things that can actually affect our sex drive. But the question that we're answering is uh, that males and females categorically do not have a difference between their sex drives. Individually, yes, of course, everybody has different levels and different levels over time. But the answer to is there a difference between genders is no. But if we start looking at the broader picture, um, what do you call a man who has a lot of sex and a lot of sexual partners versus what do you call a woman who has a lot of sex and a lot of sexual partners. And that's where we start to see why women might be having less sex, right? What do you call a man who has a lot of sex? Like player, awesome, uh, a man. Yeah, we call him, I don't want to talk about Successful, it. Successful, powerful. <laughs> There's a lot of positive yeah. words that overall we associate with men. Even if you call someone a man slut, it's not, it's not a negative, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a badge of honor. But uh, what do you call a woman who enjoys sex and has all the sex that she wants? I would say she's amazing, but our society <laughs> might call her a slut. And slut, a so, slut, a hoe. But we have a ton of And those of are words. not badges of honor in those cases, right? And so we have this double standard in how our society talks about men that like to have sex and women that like to have sex. And so we know that that actually affects people's behaviors and also their communication and openness about it. And their own beliefs about themselves eventually too. If you hear these messages, you know, hundreds of times from children's movies and children's books and every book you ever read in high school and every television show you've ever watched, that message is is loud. And, and eventually people start to believe it about themselves, that they're not supposed to like sex, right? Yeah. So I think that one of the answers to our question here also is why don't women like to have sex? Um, is maybe they really do like having sex, but they're afraid to talk about it. So that's one thing. Or or they actually are editing their behaviors because of this double standard. And I think there's one more thing that we really need to get into. Like we should we should talk more about double standards. Actually, like like there's so many double standards when it comes to sex with men and women. And even we can start looking at like lesbians and gay men and people of trans experience. There are so many different standards across all of those categories. And I don't think many of those standards are really healthy. They're not taking our own needs or what we want into mind. They're these broader societal stereotypes that we're expected to live by like those little teeny boxes that words that other people attach to us are supposed to mean like someone attaches the word woman to you and you're really confined to a 
small box jokes. Uh, you're confined to a small <laughs> box of accepted behaviors, right? And if you act outside of that, instantly people start calling you a whole slew of negative words. And that's what we're, that's what we mean by double standard because a man can go out and do those same behaviors and he gets accolades. Like people cheer him and clap him on the back like, congrats, you've done these things. Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, and even, even that statement is um, a little broad. So we're saying even like a man can do that, but we're we're kind of specifically referencing cis white men heterosexual men, right. That, um, kind of have the most privilege in that ability to kind of go outside of the box and do kind of what they want to do and act how they think is appropriate for themselves. Without repercussions. I think that's the other side. Like a a woman faces many more repercussions, but the repercussions aren't just social. They aren't just stigma. I mean, I think sometimes people perceive women as wanting to have less sex because they have to deal with most of the negative consequences of sex too. Not only the stigma, not, not, not only the negative words, not only the rumors, but if we start looking at things like pregnancy, um, unwanted pregnancy, uh, women are the ones who have to deal with almost all of that burden. So even if there's a woman who wants to have lots of sex but does not want to become pregnant, uh, perhaps that changes her behaviors too. Like she she has more control over her behavior because she has more potential for consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think that it is that's a very real biological thing to think about too, right? So there's this biological drive to also to have sex and then also to have children. Um, That's part of that. But yeah, and when people aren't ready for children, then that flies in the face of that drive and can be actually pretty difficult to handle and to figure out how can I, you know, protect myself and have a healthy, happy life as well. Yep. One more big thing. A lot of times, and this this hits a whole bunch of our previous episodes, if people are bad at sexual communication, if they're not good at asking for what they want, if they think that they can please everybody with one technique, they often end up being pretty selfish in bed and not so good at their partner getting off, right? And if we look especially at heterosexual relationships, most of the time uh, it's going to be you know, like the dominant person in the room and the submissive person in the room is going to, the man is going to be dominant. The woman is more likely to be submissive and not ask for the things that she needs to get off. So she's more likely to have a sexual encounter where she doesn't have an orgasm or doesn't fully enjoy the experience because overall women are trained to be more attentive to men's needs and not their own, and our, which makes for worse sex. Our conceptualization of what sex is, is often the man orgasming in that context, right? And so we wait for that to happen, for the sex to finish. And there isn't as much concern as did the woman orgasm, did she enjoy that in the heterosexual context? And so that is, again, something that we've been conditioned and taught that that is sex. 
And we know that there's yeah. so much more to what any sexual interaction or um, sexual experience can entail between two people. It's kind of like a for I kind of hate the word foreplay. I don't know if I've talked about this on a previous episode episode of the show, but when you think about what the word foreplay means, that's where you know people are enjoying and getting close to each other and getting sexually excited and more into it. But when you look at the word, it means like the thing that you have to do to get to the part that you want. <laughs> and and I got to take a step back and say, well, hold on. No, the whole entire thing should be looked at as sex and sex play from beginning to end. And as soon as you can kind of start looking at it like that, some of the issues that a lot of women face with not having their needs met start to fade away. If you look at the whole thing. And I love what Spring just said about uh, sex does not end when a man has an orgasm, right? That is just one component of a sexual experience. So once again, if we change the whole thought process from sex to sex play, um, from beginning to whenever both, whenever everybody is satisfied, you'll probably have a much better sex life too. Um, and then maybe people would stop asking the question, why don't women like to have sex, right? Maybe it's because society tells them they shouldn't and some of their experiences have been pretty bad because there's someone who thinks they're an orgasm donor who actually just donates themselves <laughs> an orgasm and doesn't really care about the needs of their partner. Can you call that an orgasm donor when you're donating it to yourself? I don't think so. <laughs> orgasm stealer? Like, it's mine. You don't get one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's my new favorite term. Hashtag orgasm stealer. Orgasm <laughs> stealer. Um, anything else? I, I think we kind of covered it. Like, So women I do think... want to have sex. Women love sex. They want to have sex just as much as men overall, except there's a whole lot of negatives that sort of sit out there that make it seem like there's some differences. But if you're in a really great relationship with someone uh, and you talk about issues and you talk about what you need and you have good communication and you really care and both person, both people care about the other person, there's no orgasm donors or orgasm stealers. It's just like, let's have a really fun time. Yeah, let's see how much fun we can have for how long and see how much we can enjoy ourselves. <gasps> Imagine that. <laughs> Podcast over. We're never going to talk to you again. Bye, everybody. We just no, just kidding. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to know. Um, okay, are we at the period? My favorite part of the show. We are at the period. Um, so what is our, our period's a little bit different today. Um, we really want to hear from you. So we're going to incentivize this. Um, we have some gift cards for Amazon, Target, uh, and Starbucks. Um, so they did not donate or sponsor. <laughs> But if they would like to donate or sponsor us, we're allowing the space. Hey, Starbucks, we'll <laughs> peddle your coffee on the internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have some gift cards. And um, we'll, all you have to do is uh, we'll be picking a winner. Um, so what do you have to do, Spring? Uh, we're going to post a photo of Andrew and I on the Sex Trap Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook accounts. And we want you to caption it. So specifically talking about the double standards uh, around sexuality. So around sex in general, um, you can talk about what we talked about on the show today. Um, or if there's any other double standards you want to address, you can do that. But we'll post a photo of us and then we want to see your captions. Yeah. So like mine is spring wants to hunch. I feel uncomfortable about that word. <laughs> Which means I'm just going to be using it all the time because I'm great at communicating. <laughs> all right, everybody. We would love to talk with you. We'd love to hear your questions. Um, keep sending them in. Uh, if you want... Uh, wait, are, 
our e- we have an email address. Yes, we do. Yeah. We are the sexrap at gmail.com. We have a phone number 413 I wrap it. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Sex Rap. So just send us a message on any of our platforms and we'd love to chat. Thanks everybody. Have a good one. Rappers. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. (laughs) Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC.